Big Sloth. Turn here. Listen carefully. If you do exactly as I say, I can get you out of here. What? This is a rescue. I'm helping you escape. Can you fly a TIE Fighter? You with the resistance? What? No, no, no. I'm breaking you out. Can you fly a TIE I Fighter? I can fly anything. Why? Why are you helping me? Because it's the right thing to do. You need a pilot. I need a pilot. We're gonna do this. Yeah? Hobo Radio, the official podcast of HoboTrashCan.com. You can share your thoughts on the show anytime by emailing Joel at Murphy's Law at HoboTrashCan.com. This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, and you're listening to Hobo Radio. So stay tuned. Hello again, I'm Joel Murphy, this is Hobo Radio, and joining me, a man who is delightful with a little bit of salt on some potato chips, (laughs) Cedric, Big Vinegar. (laughs) Oh, I see, Jesus Christ. Lars Perrywink, I think that works. Yeah, no, that works. Yeah. It does. Everyone, that's everyone's favorite flavor. I, I saw someone point out too. Universally, I actually saw someone write that recently that they were like, "All chips have salt on them. You're just selling vinegar chips." <laughs> like, um, son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the uh, cheddar and sour cream have no salt on them. That can't be true. Uh, no, it's the truth. It's the truth. Also, the barbecue chips only have barbecue sauce on them. And the crab chips only have crab. They, they, they smear crab all over them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just mixed in a big bucket with crabs, and then they strain out the crab. That sounds so gross. Yeah. No, it's really good. Crab <laughs> kalash. <laughs> so what's up, man? How you been? It feels like we have not talked in quite some time. Yeah. It's been a... Uh, it's been a minute. It has. The, I've been okay. The last I heard from you, you were in the uh-huh. woods doing some sort of, I can only imagine, like purge-like uh, pagan ceremony. Oh, that's where right. Where everyone that's wore right. yeah. weird masks and uh, I assumed had sex. You, that wasn't in the photos, but I feel like it was implied. Yeah, no, no. That, <laughs> there was no, no sex. No sex with Oh. That's just no sex happened there. Uh, a lot of uh, mutual masturbation. Oh, okay. Um, our backs facing each other. <laughs> it's it's a rich. I no, I was in I was in the the mountains, the mountains of Northern California. You were in Northern California, and um, yeah, yeah, and um, uh, for a music festival, and that was the day. I forget why i initially texted you but we had just like set up camp in the morning and then just immediately started drinking and then i realized halfway through our our non 
conversation. I'm like, I'm just incessantly texting this man. I'm going to leave him alone. Now. I was sad. I was enjoying the text. There were a lot of like weird masks and I, I was trying to figure out what was going on. It was, it was sort of like watching the Blair Witch Project or something. I'm like, I know there's a narrative here if I can just piece it together. But it seems no, like a the, collection the of the narrative <laughs> is like it's just weird California crap. It was the the High Sierra Music Festival. Oh, okay. Emphasis on high. <clears throat> yes, yes. If I wasn't <laughs> if I wasn't breathing the the dry dust that lays on top of the earth in um, Quincy, California, I was inhaling marijuana smoke mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Those are my two choices. Sure. No more choices. It was fun. It's good. I'm glad. Remember, remember Umphreys McGee. I, I remember that name more than I can place yeah, it. There's still a thing they played. They played there. some it was okay. some H F festivals, from what I remember. Probably. Yeah. I don't. Or know. some chili cook-offs. Some, they were in one of those mixes. There were some good tunes. There were some average tunes. Not a lot of bad tunes. It was fine. I, mean, I had I, mean, I had fun, but it's just as far as the music goes, I was like, yeah, there's some good shit, and then there's some okay shit. No bad shit, but um, if you want to hear something weird, I, I, um, I saw Gabby Moreno there, and if you if you don't know who that is, she's probably most well known for composing the theme to Parks and Recreation. It's a good theme. Um, but she uh, she she plays some really good music. A, a lot of it is in um, Spanish language. It's all very beautiful. Uh, and I dug it. I was actually trying to buy some of her music there, but she wasn't selling it. And um, once uh, once the it was it was over the the festival was over. I flew back to the East Coast via um, JFK and spent a couple days in New York. And in the um, in the summer, Prospect Park has like a free concert series. And um, so I went to check that out the Friday after I got back and who's playing, but Gabby Moreno. Oh. I said, oh, this is my new favorite artist. I, I didn't know who she was three days ago, and I've seen her concert twice now. That's exciting. Um, it was exciting, but it, it, it gets weird um, because she's um, she's finishing up her set, and she says, um, she says oh, uh, by the way, I'm, I've come out with a new album, and I was lucky, lucky enough on a couple of the tracks I got to <clears throat> play with Jackson Brown. And I said, oh, I knew that. You told me that before. It's good to see you again, Gabby. And she said, uh, oh, and funnily enough, he's here now. So Jackson Brown comes on stage. <clears throat> okay, that's that's cool. <laughs> that's an old rock star. Yeah. I'm, kind of, I'm kind of ambivalent, but he's very famous and seems rad. So that's cool. And then they're playing... And about halfway through this song, she says, please welcome to the stage Brooklyn Zone, Oscar Isaac. And then Poe Dameron walks onto the stage and starts playing with Gabby Moreno and Jackson Brown. Isn't he? He, uh, he sang in a Coen Brothers movie, right? Am I, I'm remembering that correctly, aren't I? That sounds right. Yeah. So I don't know which one. It's the um, but I knew I knew he played music and also that he was Spanish speaking. But then I'm like I I came here to watch a free concert and drink some wine, and now now Gabby Moreno is playing with Jackson Brown and Poe Dameron. <laughs> yeah, inside Lewin Davis. That was I knew he like played a musician in a Coen Brothers. Yes, movie, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because he he starred in Inside Lewin Davis. He was Lewin Davis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah, titular yeah. Lewin Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, the teacher, yeah. So, 
that, that was just a, a funny coincidence. That's good. That's uh, no, that's really cool. Did you guys all like? Where did you guys all go after you and Poe Dameron and the crew? Oh, um, I followed him back to his apartment. Yeah, <clears throat> and then we were yeah. like, "Want to see my lightsaber?" Uh, no, no, I'm not interested in him like that. But I did say, "Bro, just tell me what happens." Could you just like not the whole not not shot for shot or anything, but like overview, just thumbs up or thumbs down? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't trust his opinion. Oh. Tell me, oh. <laughs> tell me what's up, and I will I will form my own opinion. What would you want to hear? What would he say that you'd be like? This is going to be a good movie. Like, what, what's your like? Just put it out into the universe. Not into the universe. Um. <clears throat> It's uh, it's a closed book. Like the story ends. Mm-hmm. Um, not like it, it, this is such a uh, okay. I've thought about this. What if it ends exactly like Game of Thrones? Like uh, like Ray ends up stabbing well, a small council, and Peter Dinklage is there. Like Ray ends up stabbing. Uh, you know what's his name? Uh, Kylo Ren with a lightsaber in uh-huh. the throne room. And then, uh-huh. uh, yeah, at some point, uh, Poe goes off and is like, you know, I've been writing these Star Wars down in this book. <laughs> oh, <laughs> There's just God. a book of, of the, this is chapter nine of the Star Wars. Because <clears throat> the thing is, you, um, <clears throat> my, my voice actually cracked talking about this geeky shit. <clears throat> and then they make, who would be the equivalent of... Uh, you know what's his name? Bran. Who's who's the Star Wars equivalent of Bran? They make C three PO. The he's he's in charge of all the Star Wars. Yeah, you know what? He is inconsequential enough to be Bran. And if someone told me he had the best story in Star Wars, I'd be like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet, you. And um, also, he was he briefly ruled the Ewoks, so he has a history of he has more experience than Bran for sure. Yeah, no, he's, he's, yeah, no, he, he's, yep, he spent some time in a chair. He, um, <clears throat> that chair floated, I just buddy. Want, I want their, uh, I want their, their story to just end. Like, the universe can stay open-ended, like, then it shouldn't be, and everyone was happy forever, but, like, just close, if you, the, if in the title of the movie is the name Skywalker, just end their goddamn story. Don't leave it open-ended because we haven't decided whether or not we're going to carry on their story. Don't. Stop telling the story of the Skywalkers. This is a, It's literally a galaxy. And there are hundreds of stories to tell. You can just be done with this. Just And no, honestly, what, what main characters have to die, old or new? Who actually has to die for there to be consequences? There, there, there doesn't really. No. So, so that would be a trope that you could stay away from. So, um, you know, everyone lives in this story ends for the better or for worse. That's fine. You, there's an there's a interesting way. D- despite what what some people might the, the way some people might feel in this post Game of Thrones uh, world that we live in. Um, not everything has to be shitty and important characters have to die in order for someone to tell a story in an interesting way. So I hope someone rolled up their sleeves and said, we're not going to recycle old crap and we're not going to um, 
kill beloved characters. We're just going to be, we're, we're going to tell a, an interesting story in an interesting way. That would, that would be a nice thing at, at, to see, honestly. All right. So, but um, anyways, Oscar Isaac did not um, answer oh. me. He was too busy um, on his phone uh, calling the police. <laughs> like Sting? Rude is what I said. I said rude and rude. Like Sting? Did Sting come out? Uh, Sting did not. What does Sting have he to do He said the police. Anything? Oh, fuck me. <laughs> See, when I think the police, I think Stuart Townsend. Oh, sure. That's why yeah, I that didn't get sense. that. You yeah, though, yeah, yeah. When you said, did Sting come out? I'm like, did, from some, the someone, have, did, he, did he come out in did crow paint? That, that blue, that blue glowing sword? <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Star Wars, um, Comic-Con happened since the last time we spoke and uh they sure. announced nothing about star wars but yeah but that company that owns them uh disney uh-huh. okay i was like dude can we not say their name yeah, anymore? yeah, yeah. uh they <laughs> not, not even in conversation they announced a bunch of stuff uh disney also congrats to yeah. disney uh for beating disney uh, for the record, for the highest grossing film of all time, uh, their film uh, that they now own, Avatar, was surpassed by the other franchise they own of uh, Avengers Endgame. So, yep. James Cameron wrote something douchey and self-aggrandizing on Twitter to mm-hmm. congratulate them. Yeah, to say, let me ask you um how you felt because i didn't i didn't care as as not a big of a fan as i am of james cameron and his giant ego and weird underwater life <laughs> i i couldn't care less that um avatar was quote unquote dethroned well it's meaningless um <clears throat> in general uh i like when james cameron loses things I mean, the, one of the one of the highlights of recent years was uh, not that recent, but when Catherine Bigelow beat him for Best Picture for Avatar, yes. that was pretty great. That's right. And but and he still tried to take credit. Yeah, because he said he was married to her, so for some reason uh, that I don't know, like she got half his talent in the divorce. I don't know what the, <laughs> the logic was. Uh, yeah, but so like I enjoyed that. Uh, but no, I mean, it doesn't mean anything. I think what it means, if anything, if you're listening, hmm. if you want a formula for having the highest grossing film of all time, cast Zoe Saldana and put her in some weird skin color. And that's, <laughs> that's what people want. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to question that because... Was she in Endgame? She is in Endgame. Yeah. She is? Yeah. Okay. Did you, have you not seen Endgame? I've seen Endgame, but where was she's she? She's in it quite a bit. Is she? Wait. She yeah, is. She's, I forgot. She's all throughout yeah, that movie. I got movie. it now. I got yeah. it now. Don't, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I yeah. got it. She got couldn't it. be yep. more in that movie. She could be more in no, the she movie, def- Joel. She definitely could be more in the movie. <laughs> she's in it a lot. <laughs> no, she, she is. She is. I didn't think about yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but Forgot. Um, all of that, I guess, to say that uh, maybe we should talk about some of this Marvel news. There was a lot of Marvel news. They finally announced the next phase of taking all of our money. Yes, indeed. I hope I hope that they haven't collectively said, you know, but with this um, with Disney Plus coming out soon, their streaming channel and with the um Infinity Saga being concluded. I hope they haven't just 
thrown their formula out the window and said, don't care, someone make it, all aboard the money train, here we go. It does kind of feel, and this is not particularly my area of expertise, but I'm going to go for this, uh, this metaphor anyway, this kind of feels like when the Beatles just got like really experimental. And we're just like, I don't know, fuck it. Like, we're just going to be weird now. Like, yeah, <laughs> like they're straight up. They announced uh, like what was a Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is a, is a yes. movie they announced, uh-huh. which fits with the character. But that also feels like the coke fueled pitch of a man who no longer cares if his films make money or not. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, who knows? It worked before. I didn't think it was going to work then, but it could. It could work now. I don't know. I know. I know. There's a whole TV series on probably the least two interesting Avengers happening. Oh, that. Well, there's two different ones. So you there's Hawkeye. He's getting his own show. Finally, 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 they got the letters. I think that's glad. I, I think that's glad. I think that's good, and I'm glad because it's just going to be a. It's going to be a, a government procedural starring a guy with a bow and arrow. Can I give my pitch if they're listening? This is what oh, I yeah. I would watch the show. Uh, it stars mostly Linda Cardellini. And uh, uh-huh. it's a show about a guy who thinks he fights for the government and fires arrows. And that's really impressive. Whose wife is unimpressed by him and is like, that's cool. But can you chop some logs in the backyard and take our kids to school? And, like, this show is just, like, everyone around, like, him, he goes to PTA meetings, and he's, like, uh-huh. he tries to, like, be, imp- he's, like, you know, I'm Hawkeye, and everyone's, like, and? Like, he goes to PTA meetings, and when they're in the auditorium at the meeting, he's he's sitting on top of the backboard, yeah. and he's, like, I, I see better from far away. And like, get, get down here, Clint. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Barlow, that's... Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. No, if, if it's just that, if he never fights a crime, uh, I'd be good with that. Yeah. I'm I'm with you yeah. there. Also, Linda Cardellini. Cool. There's not an... I can never get enough of Linda Cardellini. Yeah. And there has not been much of her in these films. There's a lot of room to, to really, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see what happens... Like, if she ditches her family to go on tour with the dead. Mm-hmm. I'd watch that. <laughs> that would be great to finally figure out what happens there. But yeah, so you got that. So that one and then WandaVision. Is that the other one that you're you're talking about? Oh, no, I, I wasn't. I think there's one Loki? more. Loki? Nope. <laughs> Jesus, how many shows are there? Which one am I forgetting? Oh, f- oh. <laughs> they announced a lot of shows. They sure as hell the did. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. They really thought we liked those characters, didn't they? Yeah, and we did, their their main character trait is their Steve Rogers friend. And I think that's why we liked them. And it's you know, that's not a knock on them. We were like, "Oh, cool. Cool, you guys know Steve Rogers. That's nice. He he seems like he has fun when he's around the two of you." Honestly, I don't this is I, I don't like the character <clears throat> of um of the Winter Soldier. Like he was badass in Captain America the Winter Soldier, but since then he's f- first he's never been at best he's been a liability and a plot device. Um but usually, especially after that story arc had finished, 
he's a guy with a metal arm that's usually just firing a weapon. Yeah. Like, you're a guy with a gun. Look at everyone. Look at this army of Wakanda, and they gave you an, uh, an assault rifle. Yeah. They, hey, man, shoot some stuff. They did give him, like, <laughs> he has a fucking uh, vibranium arm. He yeah. does nothing with it. No, because his thing is, I have a gun. Okay, cool. I, that's better than a bow and arrow, but still, look at these other fucking guys. Lasers. Also, what's weird, too, is in the Venn diagram of these characters, the thing that Clint Barlow and uh, fucking the Winter Soldier have in common is they're both responsible for the deaths of large swaths of people. <laughs> like, large swaths <laughs> of innocent people that yeah, they yeah. killed while being brainwashed. <laughs> And or, like, sad, in Clint's case, because in, in game he... <laughs> he was, he was just sad. But he was brainwashed in the first uh, Avengers movie where he definitely murdered people. Yes. Yes, I, I don't care. Yeah, and WandaVision, I, you know, it, I, don't, I, don't even have, I don't even have an opinion. I want to know how she's going to speak. <laughs> Maybe she'll get a new accent. She's gone from like vaguely, you know, yeah. like Middle Eastern, vaguely East, like or Eastern European. Yeah, yeah, I said Middle <clears throat> Eastern. I meant Eastern European. Uh, it might as well have been Middle Eastern for as accurate it as well. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, every every episode is different. The vision. We have to stay here. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> no. <laughs> Again, with her, my pitch would be it's mostly based on when she, in Civil War, was just, like, kept in the kitchen as a prisoner and, like, made food. Yes. I do, by the way, I, I find it interesting. So, they announced WandaVision, which seems to, I mean, the word vision is in it. Uh, and, mm -hmm. yeah, it openly says where Paul Bettany reprises his role of vision. Uh, they also announced a Black Widow movie. Um, That's right. I just, I'm sorry if these are spoilers. And they announced a Loki TV show. Again, apologize if these are spoilers. But all of these characters died <laughs> in the last movie. Mm -hmm. And they mm -hmm. all have projects announced. Uh, yep. So no one died, by the way. Like, if we can just take a moment. No, except... Again, sorry, spoil everyone saw it. It passed Avatar. Uh, mm. But Thanos, I guess, died. But no one else. Uh, I I mean, do you have any argument for Loki being alive? He's in a television show coming out in 2021? You think it's a flashback show? Yep. Okay. Maybe. But he's, yeah, he's going to be in a TV show in 2021. Can't get enough of that that Loki. They really no should have killed him, right? Like that—that that was the time. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think that was the perfect time. I thought that was fantastic. But there's a gap. There's a there's a big gap there um, between the the end of something that I can't think of and the and then Ragnarok. Oh, you're saying um, the show could just exist. Well, they could just exist in that window. That's Why not? true. I guess we know in Ragnarok that for a long time Loki is posing as his dad and ruling. Yeah. Except, I don't know. That would require that you got um, you know Anthony Hopkins to like be around. The fuck is he doing? I don't know. Re he's enjoying retirement. I hope. And Matt Damon could be in it. You know. <laughs> 
and the other uh, fucking Hemsworth. The that's right. That's right. Liam, Liam Hemsworth. Yep. Yep. Anyways, there's two really interesting ones that I like. Um, Dude, we have a two-time Academy Award winner who's going to be the new Blade, and I'm really excited for new Blade. I'm excited for new Blade, too. I love Blade. Here's my question. Do you think Mm -hmm. Wesley Snipes will accept someone else being Blade? Apparently, he he called Mahershala Ali and congratulated him. Did he challenge him to a Blade-off? Did I assume would have happened? Also, if Mahershala called him back and got his voicemail, yes, yes. did the voicemail just say, Snipes? Snipes. <laughs> I'm not explaining that joke, by the way. So if you don't no, get it. I think we've explained that yeah. enough times. God, that made me so happy. I was, I was about to make the exact same joke. I just Snipes. Snipes. Uh, but no, man. So as I'm often wont to do, I uh, the other night explained the entire plot of Blade to my wife for no reason. She didn't ask, but uh, I <laughs> went into detail <laughs> about Blade and why it's awesome. But like, I fucking love that first Blade movie. It's so good. It's it might be the perfect pre MCU fucking just action comic book movie. You might you might have something there. I honestly. Except maybe for Spider-Man Two, Spider-Man I would say real that's good too. yeah, it's real good. But yeah, that was Blade. The only reason we don't talk about that first Blade movie more is because it came out just a few weeks before The Matrix. Um, otherwise, yeah, that is a great comic book Man, movie, a great action movie. Those few weeks were really great for like leather enthusiasts who loved techno. That was their time. Oh, yeah. No, totally. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, from 99 to 02, that was your guys' time. I hope you lived it up. You lived your best life. Yeah, for real. No one was trying to take it away. We were all on board for you guys. Even if we didn't p- participate, we said, yes, this is the life. But I'll just say that Spider-Man 2 is great. I, I will not besmirch that movie in any way. But just watch from... Like, just hit play on the first Blade and watch it at least through until after we've introduced Donald Logue and uh, fucking Steven (laughs) Dorff for the first time. And, like, Blade just shows up. Like, every moment of, like, that first, was that, like, 10, 15 minutes is the perfect opening to a movie. It's so good. It is. It is fucking fantastic. It it hits the ground sprinting. Yeah, it's it's so badass. Blade is a movie I remember when it came out. That I, I saw it in the theater, and that I was talking to a friend of mine who hadn't seen it, and I made them go watch it right then. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, I was like, no. I think I saw that one three times in the theater. Probably two of those were because you worked at the movie theater at the time and got me in. Probably. I think I paid for one Probably. of them. <laughs> because you go, you go into that movie, and, and you say, like, yeah, I, I kind of remember Blade. I remember, I remember him some some comics and also i think he showed up in like a spider-man cartoon yeah blade's cool blade's cool and then eight minutes into the movie you're like blade Blade!" no it is peak snipes like he's he could not be more snipes throughout that entire movie uh no he's great it's everything is great tracy lords is in the beginning of that movie for some reason like hell yeah uh, no you have the amazing fucking casting of uh chris christopherson (laughs) 
Chris Christopherson walking around with a limp, being all surly. Now, see, now um, Jeff Bridges gets all those roles. Yeah. But don't forget about your Chris Christophersons. Willie Nelson would jump in Chris there every once in a while for one of those. He's still with us, right? He could still be. He, I, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. yes. I mean, he has my permission. Catch you fuckers at a bad time. Good <laughs> <laughs> shit. I just, how do you land? Because people love Blade 2. And I got to be honest, like, uh-huh. it's, it's okay. I never, I don't know. Like, it's fine. I don't, it, Guillermo del Toro directed that movie. It's not bad, but like, yes. I don't. It's not, it's not bad at all. It's fun. It's a, it's a different, uh, it's a completely different tone. I think that's what it is. is um, I think the people who love Blade 2, they wanted something different from Blade than what I wanted. Because I wanted whatever the first one was. I wanted more of that. Right on. <laughs> I wanted him to talk about how some motherfuckers are always ice skating uphill. Uh, yeah, they. I think they tried. I shouldn't say they. Um, Yemo del Toro's fingerprints are all over that. You can see, yeah. it. and and also you can see that they wanted to kind of conform to um, this this new idea of the the digital matrix action movie. Yeah, and have like you know. Um, um, CGI uh, fight sequences and, and shit like that, and they wanted to play around with that, so it ends up kind of cartoony and a little silly at some points. But that was that was their jam. I, That's what was going on. But I love too that the the emotional arc of the first Blade all revolves around the fact. So this is a character who he's the Daywalker. He has all mm. of the strengths of being a vampire with none of the weaknesses. He can walk out in the sun, like all the stuff that affects vampires does not affect him, but he has their strength. Mm. He has like all of that. But the whole movie is him going like, but, but I don't want to be a vampire. And it's like, well, it's because it's because the only weakness he has is that he has to feed. But, but even that they've kind of figured out, right? Like he gets like synthetic blood. That's right. Yeah. They did kind of, they did kind of figure that yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. I just, I mean, just feel like you know not to yeah everyone's problems are valid but blade like i think you got it pretty good yeah you got a pretty good yeah, deal brother yeah. i think is maybe he just he wants to eat something else <laughs> i think is oh if you know <laughs> yeah, I, I knew what you meant <laughs> uh, i think his real weakness is that he calls vampires suckheads for some reason <laughs> It's just for everything that is truly amazing about that movie. There's something equally as like ridiculous and terrible that's also enjoyable. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, there are parts of it that are legit. Like, you watch it and you're just like, this is a really solid action movie. And then there's other stuff that's like, this is the dumbest, like corniest dialogue I have ever heard in my life. It's real dumb, corny dialogue. Also, the vampires. Straight up have sunblock they can use. Yeah, no, it, it, but then they start smoking at some point. Like if they're out in the yeah, sun. But, yeah, 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 because they start sweating or some shit. And then also this, Donald. I was going to say Donald Logue. If he's not eating people, he's eating the. This is exactly. It's so funny that you said that. I was about to talk about Donald Logue because Donald Logue is in a different movie than everyone else. Yeah. I don't know what movie he <laughs> thinks he's in, but like, and I love it. I, I'm there for every yeah. choice he no, makes. No, it's great. Donald Logue thinks it. it he, he always reminded me of. Um, of he's playing one of the cowboys in Tombstone <laughs> of just like this cartoonish like almost no like almost one dimensional character bad guy of like Mah! I also th- I, you don't you don't like me and I'm bad at everything. What's great too is he's not 
imposing in any way. He's not at, like Blade easily bests him, but his whole thing is that he just he doesn't die. Like whatever Blade does to him, right. he just comes right. back. I mean, God, they, by the by the end when he shows up, you just roll your eyes. Yeah. Just this this fucking guy. Yeah. Fucking guy again, and then Stephen Dorff is just being all Stephen Dorffy. He no, he's Stephen Dorff is taking it so seriously. Like he's like there are there's gonna there's a generation of young adults now who will never know what being Stephen Dorff is. You know what oh, I mean? Oh well, like, my when you see, when there's a character in a movie who's a bad guy or he is like the douchey boyfriend of the the female lead or something and you're like, "Oh, I see. He's like the Stephen Dorff of the movie." And people will say, "What do you mean?" No. You know he's fucking Stephen Dorff. No, when I I explained this movie to Molly, uh I I told her like that Stephen Dorff was in it and was greeted with a blank expression. She had no idea who Stephen Dorff is. It meant yeah. nothing to her. Yeah. I I'm glad this is very validating to have you because yeah it didn't land and i and the thing no, was I, i'm with you i was man. like trying have you ever tried to explain steven dorf to someone you can't there's nothing you yeah. can't no it's impossible and that's the thing if you say like he's being real dorfy yeah and someone says what does that mean honestly i don't know they invented the word dorfy so no one had to explain that bullshit anymore i don't know yeah. i can't do it yeah it's just you either say steven dorf is in it and you get like a knowing like oh or you get a blank stare. Those are the only reactions. Yeah, it's either like, okay, I know what that means. <laughs> but no, he's taking it so seriously. Dorv, like he he could like he thinks he's doing Shakespeare or something. The way that he's playing that character. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And say, I guess we should just finish off the trilogy. And I will say, the only things you need to care about in the third movie are Patton Oswald and um and um and my girl. Parker, What's my Parker girl's Posey, name? I was waiting for yeah, and Parker yeah, Posey. I knew you were say. That's all that that's all you need. Triple to H is in it with the Pomeranian. Nope. <laughs> Nope, nope, nope. No, um, nope. no. Nope. What you need to know, uh, if you want to know anything about the third one, seek out Patton Oswalt talking about his experience on that movie. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, it was it was it was just fantastic. And like, once you listen to Patton Os Oswalt talk about that movie, l listen to him first, yeah. <clears throat> and then watch the movie, and you will actually be able to smell the weed <laughs> on Wesley Snipes' leather coat in the yeah. movie while you're watching it. It's fantastic. Yeah, because the, the abbreviated version is essentially Wesley Snipes and the director hated each other, and it got to a point where they were no longer speaking to each other, and Wesley Snipes was no longer coming to set. Uh, he was, like, passing notes, explaining. And so what ended up happening is that a lot, like, because also we haven't mentioned him yet, but Ryan Reynolds is in that movie. And a lot of, like, Blade stuff was just given to Ryan Reynolds because, you know, he's Canadian, so he would come to set. And <laughs> yeah. So, it's a, you took him, it took him a long time to figure out which comic book movie was going to suit him. It's just... But he figured it there's out. There's nothing more American than the fact that uh, he and Ben Affleck, two, you know, like, handsome white guys, just got all the chances. Like, we were just going to keep giving them comic yep. book movies until they figured it out. And one of, th one of them did. We still, yeah, I was gonna say, we still one have of them to see Ben Affleck. Yeah, Ben Affleck, we've got a few more left. Ugh. He's already not Batman anymore, so... So what do you what do you think's next? Where, I shouldn't say what's next. Where do you think he lands? What do you think? And I know it's a it's a there's lots of comic book characters, but off the top of your head, or even if you've thought about it, 
where where do we stick him? What in what slot do we fit the Phoenix backed Affleck? <laughs> um You know, I don't know why this is what came to mind. It's not a hero, but I feel like he'd be a decent Lex Luthor. <laughs> you think? I think so. Lex Luthor is known to be very smart and calculating. I know, but I, I just I, I, I kind of want to see him play it. I don't know why. I think it's a waste of a head of hair, but <laughs> sure. I'm trying to think. Who is there like a, I mean, we already have a Tony Stark. So, you know, handsome playboy fuck again, up, uh, you know, was already played. Yeah, but again, very smart. Yeah. That <laughs> is there just like a dumb, <laughs> handsome guy hero? Yeah, there's gotta be one. Um, he, maybe he'd be a good like Plastic Man. Maybe Plastic Man. You know what? If you want to try, if you want to try Green Lantern again. You know what? You know what? I would give him because they're gonna make another one of these. It's it's been a few years, so it's almost time. I'd watch him play Reed Richards. Why not? Yes, good call. Oh man, he <laughs> would look great with those with those silver temples. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have they have to renew those rights again, so they have to make another crappy movie. So sure, go for Except it. Except they don't anymore because now Fox got bought by Disney. So oh, that's so right. It doesn't that's matter. Right. That was his chance. That was that would have been so good, and he missed it out. Oh Jesus! Oh man, who would they have gotten to okay. play the thing in that too? Uh, what about Ben Affleck? Because he's just a big dumb guy. That's true. He would maybe they could have gotten Matt Damon to be the thing. Yeah, Matt Damon as Ben Grimm. <laughs> and I think it's Reed Richards. Oh, oh, this is going to be just as bad as the other ones. I'd watch it, though. I would, I would see that in the theater. That's good. That's good. Allison Williams as Sue Storm. Yes. <sighs> and then we have to... Who's, who plays, who plays Johnny? Johnny? Who plays Johnny? I'm going to say... Um... Um, Benicio del Toro. Oh my god, that's good. I'm watching this movie <laughs> for, for sure. He's a good decade older than <laughs> the oldest character. I want to see him play a daredevil. Like, oh, I'll play like Johnny Storm. Oh, not not the character the daredevil. Not, not Matt no, Murdoch. I want to see him on a motorcycle, like like doing jumps and stuff. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah! That. See now I'm with it. I like it. Here this we is go. Good. No, that's good. Oh, or shit! If you want to do some stunt casting, because you know sometimes in in order to hype a movie, it doesn't happen too often anymore. But they'll cast an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, shit! Tom Brady's going to retire in a couple years. <laughs> he needs a new. Oh, you career. want him to be Johnny? What if Tom Tom Brady is the new Johnny Storm? God. Oh, maybe it could be him and Giselle. They could be brother and sister. Oh, my God. This is... See, <laughs> now we're cooking with gas. Okay, let's let's stop doing this show immediately and write this Okay, script. we got we to gotta cast a Doctor Doom, though. <laughs> oh, cast a Doctor Doom. Because he's got to be in it again. That's the only person the Fantastic Four ever fought. That's the, only person, that's the only person they fight. They try to fight the Silver Surfer, but then he just ends up beating them and being their ally. Yeah. Um... Doctor Doom. Well, no, we can't pick him because he's busy being the president. I don't know why. First name that came to me, James Urbaniak. (laughs) 
I'm going to have to. I'm going to think about Doctor Doom for a second because I have a. I have a couple ideas. We also we don't. do realize that if we just wait long enough, that Affleck's going to end up being like Robert Redford or one of those. He's just going to age into being the like gimmicky yeah. like character actor yep. who turns out to be the villain. He's gonna he's gonna be asked to be and cast in one of these movies because his grandkids love it so much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, do we want? We haven't talked about the the movie I'm actually most excited for. I mean, I am excited for Blade. Don't get me wrong, and I want to see Mahershala Ali play Blade, even though that means that um, I. It seems like we're just officially throwing out the Netflix movies that they just don't exist anymore. No, I, I guess not. I said movies, but you know what I mean. Shows, but yeah, like. yeah, the the shows, which is a, which is a, a damn shame because I'm just I've finished everything except for the last episode of um, of Punisher, and um, I I've enjoyed damn near everything that that the MCU has put on Netflix. Yeah. Not that it's not that it's it's perfect like some of the seasons like you, you, they're like four episodes too long and some of them just turn into like a a silly action thing and um and uh um there were definitely some some low points, but overall it's a hell of a lot of fun. I do feel like every single one of those seasons would have benefited from being like four episodes shorter. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, or in Iron Fist case, uh, all the episodes shorter. Just. Yeah, just got just like make make four episodes of Iron Fist just so you could do uh, the Defenders, or just don't have Iron Fist and the Defenders. Make it like the weird the weird Gray Hulk who owns clubs and shit. Yeah, do that. Do that. All right, but yeah, we got to talk about. Uh, the the yeah the the announcement that I'm I'm very excited about, uh, which is first of all, they had me at this when they announced that Taika Waititi would be directing the next Thor movie, which is already yes, a yes, great yes. move. Uh, but then they they announced that uh, Natalie Portman, Jane Foster, would both be coming back and would be Thor in the movie at some point. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's good shit. It's good. I'm glad they pick. Um, is the, is the, what I was saying a few weeks ago with my why I, I kind of got really focused on the next Guardians movie is because they've always picked really good storylines to follow um, or at least use as an outline. And um, I, I didn't know what they were going to be doing with with Adam. Um, the same re- that's the same reason I'm really excited that Jane Foster is going to be Thor in this run because that was a that was a great series. Yeah, no, it was a really good series. Um, I I feel like I should plug the fact that uh, I, I wrote a freelance piece for Polygon about. And I want I wanted to give you a, like I wanted to talk about that and, and tell everyone to read your article because it's so good, which I'm sure it is. I just didn't chance to read it yet, man. <laughs> I also, uh, fun fact, I ended up writing that article uh, on my phone on uh, like in Google Drive because uh, I was nice. I was not at home in front of my computer and I got the email asking me if I could quickly turn around the article. So I did. But yeah. and you're like, you're like, yes, I remember everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I definitely like sold them as like I have total recall of this and then had to like, I mean, even if I like could have recalled every single piece from memory, I still would have done. Double check because 
I'm like, I don't want to get it. Like, you gotta, that's a tightrope of like, you say one wrong thing and someone's going to jump on that and be like, well, actually, Itchy's, yeah, when Itchy yeah. plays well, Scratchy's ribs like a xylophone. <laughs> if I, <laughs> um, uh, if I had reread that entire thing uh, two days ago, I would still be double checking to write an, well, an accurate just article. The, like, yeah, I mean, it's comics, and so the details are always like, okay, so you know, it yeah. was like, uh, but yeah, no, that was a that was a really fun uh, piece to write, and it's a really cool character arc, uh, and I it makes me happy in general just because. <clears throat> Uh, randomly, I was actually talking to Molly about the fact that, like, I love Natalie Portman. Uh, she's a great actress. She's incredibly charming. Anyone who's ever seen, like, her Saturday Night Live, <clears throat> like, you know, raps or anything. Like, she's she's mm-hmm. great. And I feel like for some reason that I can't quite figure out, she really hasn't had the career that at least, like, I think she should have. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, like in yeah. terms of, like, she's done a handful of really great <clears throat> stuff. But, like... She's also done a lot of just like either mediocre stuff or stuff where you're like, well, that sounds good on a resume, but like, you know, without we don't need to relitigate the you know Star Wars prequels. But it's like, move on, move but on. But I'm saying even beyond that, and I and I mean this with Jane Foster up until now, like the character really hasn't been much in the movies. Yeah. It hasn't. It hasn't. And when she. I remember her coming out and saying, "I'm not doing another Thor movie. I'm I'm done with the Thor yeah. thing." Which I understand. There was there was no meat there for her. You know, yeah. Like it's reasonable they even tried in the Dark World to give her something to do, but it was dumb. <laughs> like it wasn't. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it was, was nonsensical. No, I never blamed her for not wanting to come back. But I like that. It seems like, you know, the combination of Taika Waititi directing and, like, the promise of, like, no, you're actually going to have something to do this time. And it's a good time for it, too. I mean, you're coming off of, like, it's interesting because the, the like, you know, brief uh, version of the whole thing, if you're not familiar with the comics, is that this was at a time when Thor was no longer worthy. He wasn't able to raise, uh, you know, the hammer and have the powers and... Uh, then she came along and was, uh, but they in Endgame they did it. They made an interesting choice to. It's actually clearly shown that he is still worthy, which I like. But but you know what I mean. Like that was actually explicitly, you know, at that point. But he's at a pretty low point in Endgame, so I think it's an interesting time to explore uh, Thor being unworthy. Absolutely. And it's and it's interesting that um, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you 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 just revisited this and I haven't read what I'm sure is your awesome article on it. But uh, um, he contrary to where we are in the MCU, in the beginning of the story, he and Jane were together. No, I don't. (laughs) I'm going to say I don't think Uh, they were. Uh were they not? Okay. No, because okay. I mean, the whole thing is that uh, she, you know, she's dealing with cancer, uh, like at the mm-hmm. during, like she has breast cancer, and he's right. like trying to figure out who Thor, like the new Thor is, and he doesn't know. But he, she's like one of the suspects, and he like goes and like visits her. But I don't think they're together. Like I don't think that's true. But okay. it's gonna be really okay. shitty if I'm wrong about it after I just read this article. <laughs> it's uh. At free Mr. Clark. 
on Twitter. Yeah. Um, so trust me, I already made the mistake uh, yeah. of reading just from when Polygon tweeted out the article. I read a few of those responses. Uh, uh, if you want to guess the gender and tone of some of the responses that really made me cringe. Uh, can we can we call incels their own gender now? <laughs> sure. It's just uh, you're yeah. That's a that's one of our new genders, incel. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it'd just be it'd be cool because she's been away for so long, and the the masterfulness with which uh, Hemsworth has played this part, and the um, great way that uh, Taika Waititi uh, writes this part, I'm I'm going to be happy to see them uh, have to reconnect in some sort of stupid, awkward way. Well, but I also like to... I mean, it's interesting because the movie's called Love and Thunder, which is a fucking great, like, just... That is such... That, that's such a great... But, God damn it. But, I want that sign hanging <laughs> above my bedroom. Uh, <laughs> but both the combination of, you know, just the, like, gen, you know, general cheerfulness of Taika Waititi, like... And that's what I love about, you know, Ragnarok is that... Everyone is like you. The grandmaster is like a really joyous character. Like every you just it feels like there's this fun movie that really does kind of feel like an anomaly in the MCU in some ways of just like it just feels like the most fun set that has ever existed. No, it it really does. It was there, there's something I'm gonna say. It's the it's the the general culture of the Kiwi. Yeah, to be able to make heavy things still light yeah you know like there you can tell shit is serious but it it's still it's still light it's still easily consumable yeah you know it, it's not it's not too not too hard to, to swallow but i think like that combined with uh something that you talked about like when we did our in-game podcast of just like the fact that they've consistently the way hemsworth has played it is this is a version of thor who gets really excited for the people he like he's very supportive and like really cares about so like you just imagine that like in the same way that he was for captain america like he's probably going to be pretty excited (laughs) that jane is able to do this Mm -hmm. yes indeed yes indeed i saw um natalie portman took a picture of her uh holding uh mjolnir and saying so, th- this is going to serve as the before picture um, because I think she's planning to really bulk up for this, and I'm excited to see. Yeah, it. I here's the thing that I sorry I apologize to everyone for how nerdy I'm about to get <laughs> with this, but uh, oh god. So in the comics, like, and again, the thing is, uh, you know, she's actually like very ill. She's you know getting chemotherapy, like in the comics. But, like, when she is Thor, she's very powerful and she has, like, long blonde hair uh, that is gone. Nor- you know, like, it shows up. Like, there's a transformation mm-hmm. that she turns into, like, a, you know, Norse god, <laughs> essentially. Yes. Uh, yes. But, you know, in Endgame, when Captain America wields, you know, uh, I never feel confident pr- correctly pronouncing the, like... Okay. Uh, <clears throat> meow meow, as Cat uh, Denning called. <laughs> <laughs> meow meow. Uh, but uh, there's no transformation. He doesn't like. He's able to use it, and he has the like lightning power. But sure, there isn't. Sure. A, he doesn't have long blonde hair, and you know what I mean. There's no like physical right. 
transformation that happens to Captain America. But then I guess he's also maybe if you go with like he's already a super soldier. There's not, you know, So, but I'm curious how they handle that. Like if if there is an idea, because even in the first Thor film, when he's not worthy, he still looks like Chris Hemsworth. (laughs) Like there isn't it doesn't seem like wielding it like alters you physically thus far in what we've seen in the movies. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I, I'm kind of curious about that now myself. I didn't think, I guess it would be, yeah, good call. It, it's like if at the beginning of the movie they're reconnecting and, and he's like, oh, it's nice to see you again, Jane. You're jacked. <laughs> yeah. You're obviously jacked. Yeah. I mean, nice dress, but you are about to pop out of that thing with your goddamn triceps. I mean, I'd be all right with that. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. I just like it because she, Natalie Portman's been someone who's always, uh, always been very, um, uh, cause she, she's played a few action roles and also in, in Black Swan, a very physical role. She's always been very, um, very athletic. She has that low center of gravity, but she's always been very lean. Yeah. You know, so I'd be, I'd be curious to see, um, uh, I don't know, like a buff Natalie Portman. That's, that's rad. <laughs> Yeah. It's fucking rad, man. Yeah. I don't know. I'm into all of it. Whatever happens, I'm I'm just there. Yeah. Tessa Thompson's going to be around. It's going to be good shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Tessa Th- I mean, Tessa Thompson has said that she is th- that she's been playing Valkyrie as as an LGBTQ character. So um, maybe that gets in there. Maybe she's chasing I think around they said old that. buff Jane Foster. I, I do think they said, that, like, I, I feel like that was confirmed at the the Comic-Con panel that, that, that at least would be addressed. Like, that we will actually see her, you know, be queer in, the, in this film in some way. All right, on. Yeah. I mean, when you say see her be queer, I think she's gonna fuck. Ca- what kind of move? What kind of move? She's fucking Captain Marvel. That's what's happening. If anything less, and I'm, we're all gonna be disappointed. Her and Brie Larson are <laughs> hooking up. That's what's happening. So she flies. Uh, she flies a Pegasus and uh, lands ass first in the Carol Danning. I mean, it writes itself. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. I will write this. Hold on. Again, let's end the show because I have to have some writing to do. <laughs> well, by the way, this is a, a when I write the climax, let me tell you, <laughs> that's gonna oh, be. Lord. Uh, <laughs> by the way, can we sidebar real quick from the Marvel stuff to talk about the other like sort of exciting news that came out? Which again, if you if you are an incel, it's it's been a tough few weeks for you. I mean, it's been a tough every day of your life, I imagine. But <laughs> you miserable, bastards. but particularly these last few weeks, because the other thing that we haven't been around to talk about is the fact that uh, speaking of Captain Marvel, Lashana Lynch, uh, who played Maria Rambo in that oh, film, yeah. will be 007 in the next James Bond movie. Look, man, you and. In, in my house growing up, mm-hmm. James Bond was very important. Yeah. All the movies were owned, and as uh, formats changed for home viewing of movies, they were they were bought all over again. There were uh, uh, the novels were on the nightstand. Like James Bond was important. It wasn't until um, the anniversary, and then the the Oscars did that tribute, and you said. 
uh, why is Hollywood pretending that they give a shit about James Bond that I thought, yeah, good call. James Bond doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> it's just there have been so many and there's been they've spent a lot of money on these movies through the years and made them very good productions. And there have been iconic people playing roles in them that you think these movies are more than just dumb fucking action movies but they're not that's all they've ever been they've just been around so long that like it's considered an institution but they never yeah they've always who gives who gives a shit there's no reason to take them seriously or give a shit about them does any like only very few people even in this even with my dad loving the james bond movies so much he didn't have like paraphernalia or memorabilia we didn't have james bond posters or any or no one dresses up like James Bond for fucking Halloween. No one gives a shit about James Bond other than, hey, his movies are kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> or every third one is pretty good. <laughs> I, I love this move, though, because, you know, people lost their, like, minds over the idea that Idris Elba might ever be James Bond, which I don't even think was ever seriously considered. It was just like a fan thing that was tossed around. Which is, it's, he's a good choice. You know, he'd be a great I think that's why it gained so yeah. much scene. But, he, he, like, he never took a meeting to be James Bond. Like, it was never actually on the table. It was just, like, an internet thing. Right. But I love that, like, people lost their shit about it. So, and then this is, of course, uh, Daniel Craig uh, brought in Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who I have become the biggest fan in the world of. Uh, like, she's a fucking genius. And I love Fleabag. And if you haven't seen Fleabag, stop everything you're doing and watch every episode of it. Particularly season okay. two, which is amazing. Uh, but okay. she's great. And so Daniel Craig apparently liked uh what she was doing and was like hey come right on uh james bond and this is what she did and i love it because it's like oh man we can't accept idris elba like a black guy being james bond it's like okay daniel craig is playing james bond you got what you wanted uh but this woman is playing 007 (laughs) so cool gotcha bitches (laughs) technicality motherfucker (laughs) but no i love it it's great and it's yeah like it's I'm so into this because yeah for the, every reason that you just said of like it doesn't matter like it's it's James Bond like it, it'll be fu- is there an expensive car that's used in a ridiculous way and some sort of like dumb technology that's gonna kill everyone and do they travel to six different locations randomly like it'll be fine literally no look take uh, take it, it, anyone anyone you want take buff Natalie Portman. <laughs> And put her, cast her as James Bond in Casino Royale instead of Daniel Craig. Same movie. It's the same goddamn movie. What the fuck changes about the movie? You tell me. You can even call her James Bond. Who gives a shit? It's the same movie. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, we put so much energy into who's playing James Bond. But that's the thing. Even the success rate is about the same for like... Daniel Craig. People fucking love Daniel Craig because they make Casino Royale and it's just like... And I like that movie. It's a good movie. It's a, But it's like a... Sure. You know, it's a more modern take on James Bond or whatever. Okay, great. For, and, it's, and, it's, and it's tropey as fuck and it's corny as fuck. Like, it's it's a little darker and grittier, I guess. Yeah. But it's still... I don't but care. But my point is, so they made that one. Okay, he was great in it and it, it was something different. And then they made two more of them. How good were they? <laughs> like, Skyfall... Right 
kind of works if you don't think about it too much. And the other one that I can't even remember, Quantum of Solace. That movie's garbage. Like it's unwatchable. And there, and you're forgetting about the other one they made with him in it. Has he made four of them? Spectre. Oh shit! I didn't even remember that one. <laughs> yeah, really. That's how. That's how great they are. Yeah. Is you forgot one. <laughs> so okay. So he's made four of them. One was legitimately good. One was okay. Yeah. One I forgot existed, and one was so bad that I remembered it. So, but yeah, exactly. but you know what I mean. You look at any look at Sean Connery. What was his success rate? It's not like any James Bond <laughs> has been like you know all the ones they made, and it's even the, even the James Bonds that people shit on. Uh, you know. Like of like, oh, the, he was a shitty James Bond. They, their success rate is about the same too. I think all of them have about one good movie per James Bond, except Pierce Brosnan. I don't think any of his were good, but he got he got a good video game out of it. Great video game, one of the best video games. Well, one of the best first person. Shooters. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For and sure. at that time, no doubt, like that, that's what you played. Fucking multiplayer. Yeah, there wasn't man. a better game for the N sixty four than Goldeneye. Uh, Super Smash Brothers. Okay, well, fine. First person shooter. <laughs> Super Mario Kart. You're calling Super Mario Super Kart Mario. a first person shooter? Oh, no. I started to say that before you amended no. it. Senator. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, they're all about the same. You know, there's the Timothy Dalton has as good, as many good James Bond movies as Sean Connery does, as Daniel Craig does, as. Uh, Roger Moore does. They're all about the same. I I think that's right. I think I think percentage wise, um, Sean Connery has the highest percentage, and they were all made in the fucking sixties. So who cares? Yeah. <laughs> also, that guy kind of sucks. <laughs> also, <laughs> yes. Also, that guy kind of sucks, and he was wearing a hairpiece the whole time. Uh, but yeah, it's whatever. It's fine. It'll it'll be either good or bad. But I I'm more excited that Phoebe Waller Bridge is involved in writing it than anything else. Like, sure, yeah, and yeah. I just don't. I just couldn't give a shit. Uh, also, sorry to, to circle back around. I wish I knew more about uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which I am sad to say that I have no base of knowledge of. But, nope. but I really like that the guy uh, was it Simu uh, Liu. I hope I said that right. Okay, uh, the guy who got cast mm-hmm. in the lead openly had been lobbying for this part on Twitter, uh, for, like for years, uh, which is pretty uh-huh. cool because he got it. Um, to, to red. Yeah, I don't know. I bet it would be good. I don't know anything. About, like, I do. You, have you ever even heard of the character? I got to be honest. Like, I don't. That's a Marvel character uh, that I don't I, I know. honestly don't think so. When I read it, I thought I've seen that name somewhere, but I think I just tricked myself into thinking that I actually don't I don't know what this is. Yeah, I don't know. And the Eternals, I don't really have a I mean, okay. I know people like it. I've never had a firm grasp on what that is. I know is. that it's a thing and I know that people like it, but I don't know enough yeah. about it. Sure. Who knows? Don't care. I'm excited for the what if. I think that could be really cool that they're doing a what if TV show. What what if could be fun? Yeah, that was a cool uh, like series of comics. They did some cool stuff. It's they're all good possibilities, and right now I'm like fifty fifty on any on any of it working. Um, just be just because I kept remember we kept having our doubts um, during the Infinity Saga of this is where they misstep, this is where they misstep, and there were weak points for sure. Um, but overall, it was like they, well, goddamn, if they didn't nail this. And and now I'm, I'm still iffy. 
I'm st- I still don't don't know. And especially after the nut has been made, you know, and I'm not saying they they well, they made their nut. It's been. Is that, <laughs> what's that, is, this, is that a saying? OK. Yeah. The, made my the nut. nut has been made. Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of switched it up a little bit. Usually people say I made my nut. I made my nut. You've never heard that. No, before. that's a saying. It's a saying. It's I made thing. my nut. Me, meaning like I got the most out of this that I could. Oh, it doesn't mean like I ejaculated. No. Okay. Because it's kind of what it sounds like. <sighs> okay. Hey, girl. What hey, I'm girl. I made is, my nut. Um, hey, girl. <laughs> Do you not say hey, girl? I'm, um, yeah, I say hey, girl, but I say hey, girl. I'm done doing sex now. That's Oh, that's hot. That's mm-hmm. good. <laughs> Maybe I'll try to mix it up next time. Okay. Uh, mix nuts. Um, <laughs> so as far as the Infinity Saga goes, they nut it all over that. <laughs> yeah, so, for sure. And now maybe they have um, some sort of refractionary period. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it takes a while before, it takes before a while they can make their nut OJ. again. Uh-huh. Also eat pineapple. Um, I hear that helps. <laughs> I just, I just really hope they stick with getting good filmmakers and trusting those filmmakers to make good movies. Yeah, and do that because I thought that's what was going to happen with our um, our new Star Wars franchises, and they immediately pulled pulled up on the stick on all of that and said, no, 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 no. There's are too many risks. There are too many risks that you you crazy people are taking with this. Call Ron Howard, <laughs> and I I would. I, if it's if it, ha- I mean, twenty three fucking movies. <laughs> why not? Why not just stick with with what you're doing? Who cares about how weird or um or I should say like unusual the source material is? Just stick with that. Trust the filmmaker. It is interesting that the the correct me if I'm wrong. I'm trying to think. The MCU. I think they've only had uh, the only time that they got rid of the director was uh, Ant Man. Right? Was that the only time that they? As far as I know, yeah, 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 yeah. like <laughs> bizarrely, Star Wars has had more <laughs> like yeah. replacements mm-hmm. and like getting nervous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know why because going into it, um, you were, uh, you were, there, there had only been six Star Wars movies, and half of them people hated. Yeah. It's also so, what's weird to me too is so the guys that you fired from Solo are, um, you know, shit. What are their names? I'm uh, Lord Miller. Uh, Lord yeah. Miller. Uh, outside of Star Wars, the things that they have made are the Lego Movie, which blew everyone's mind and is pretty universally loved, and Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, which blew everyone's mind and is universally loved the thing that you fired them from and replaced them with ron howard Mm -hmm. is their least liked thing (laughs) which it was met with what was met with indifference despite being a damn good movie but yeah it still was good but it does make you wonder what would have happened if you kept them you know exactly that's what i'm that's what i'm saying it's like all of these movies of all these movies, there are a large portion of them that are weird and uh, may not work on paper. Like you read them and you say, "Well, this is." They they said, "Okay, we're, look, let's um, 
we got all this um, MCU crap going going down right now and a lot of moving pieces. Let's introduce Guardians of the Galaxy and incorporate that. Yeah, that was their best move by far. By the that shouldn't that, it shouldn't have worked. No, it shouldn't have worked. People didn't know what the franchise was. Like there was no reason nope. to believe that it would be good. Like, yeah, yeah. You get you get um you get a. a professional wrestler and two cartoon characters <laughs> and and starring and the, them, the them in the group starring the schlubby fuck up from parks and rec <laughs> yeah start, who is has not been tested as a box office success no yet this, this was it even even though jurassic world came out that same year both those movies had already been made yeah. you know what i mean um and and then and then just will put them in this in this universe that no one knows or even has a firm grasp on yet. And, um, it fucking worked because you, you trusted the people who were writing it and, and making it. Yeah. And it, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't, you're, you're acting like there's a finite amount of money and you're not going to get your hands on any of it. You know what I mean? Like we, if this movie doesn't work, we don't recoup our losses. Which, Give me a fucking Which break. is weird too, because again, they just bought Fox. They own almost everything at this point. Like, yeah. Okay, it's like, just give it a shot. Throw it out there and give it a shot. If this Star Wars movie doesn't work, the next one will, but give it a shot. No, it's in... Trust your filmmakers and trust your audience. No, it is... I mean, I guess there's maybe no incentive, but it is crazy that, like, if you have the amount of clout and the amount of money that Disney has, that you're not just doing crazy shit. Like, why not? If not... If... If there isn't a crazy bunch of people that love it and promote it now, they will five years from now. Yeah. And this thing that may have not um, may have not broken any box office records at the time becomes a, a cash cow for you down the line. Just let them make the goddamn movie. You hired them for a reason. Let them work. Yeah. Also, I mean, Jesus Christ, like you can afford, honestly, you could afford to let someone make a movie, film it completely finish it and watch it and then if it doesn't work reshoot it to fix it like you could afford that you could afford that yeah. at least see the finished product yeah, like let, let the general public see the finished project and let them yeah do a test screening tell t- 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 yeah. you because you always do yeah. and then yeah, just, well that's the thing see where reshoots are. are built in anyway like you're gonna have test no. audiences yeah like screen their film and then if it's you get the feedback of this is bad well then okay also, by the way, yeah, just say, holy shit, we kind of lost some money on this. Well, I guess we'll make it up in one afternoon from our theme parks. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, but also, um, like, pretty funny to think about incels and the fact that they got James Gunn fired uh, because of some tweets. And so what ended up happening is he made Suicide Squad and then he's still going to make. Uh, yeah. yeah, now he's now he's got two. Yeah, he, he got an he extra got, movie. Got many, he's in both universes. <laughs> yeah, now. yeah. They, the only reason they okay. didn't announce Guardians 3 at Comic-Con is because he has to finish making Suicide Squad first. He, yeah. Maybe he can maybe he can fix that. Maybe probably not. I mean, uh, although I will say, uh, we got to wind this down, but, like, I finally saw Shazam, and I enjoyed that film. I've heard nothing but good things, and I didn't. I didn't make it to the theater. I haven't. I haven't even seen the goddamn Spider Man yet. It's been a very busy July. I saw the goddamn Spider Man uh, for your boy Big Vinegar. I saw the goddamn Spider Man. I didn't know. I imagine I would. I wouldn't doubt that you saw the. When goddamn you see it, we'll have to talk. There is a thing that happened in the post credits that we will definitely have a conversation about. I'll know when you saw it because okay. you text me. 
and be like, I saw the post credits. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I will say, by the way, my, <laughs> I will, my dear audience, I want, I'm going to, I'm going to come. There's two things you might not know about your boy, <laughs> big vinegar. And that is, uh, one, I pretend that my favorite movie is a clockwork orange when my actual favorite movie is Wayne's world. <laughs> and, and two, uh, I am way, way, way more attached to Spider-Man than I let yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. No, you and I both love some Spider-Man. We never, like, claim it for some reason. But, like... I, I don't know. Because, like, I... You know, I, I, the the comic books that were passed down to me were, were mostly Marvel Universe. But the one... Um, the one that I started to read on my own was Spider Man, and I got a I got actually a pretty decent collection of back catalog, and then I had, um, uh, then I had a subscription like a like a mail order subscription <laughs> to it because there were no comic books in the middle of the woods where I lived, um, and yeah, I have a, I have a very heavy connection to Spider Man. He's great. Now Spider Man and Batman were the the only two comics that I read consistently like everything yeah, else was sure. hit or miss but oh no shit you like batman yeah yeah i never talk about it but yeah that's, I like oh that's rad like dude him. yeah that's right cool. you talk he's about neat. batman sometimes he's neat, <laughs> he's neat. yeah <laughs> i like when he does this stuff fucking tom king keeps crushing it by the way that guy he's oh yeah. he's too stupidly fucking good at writing batman it's very frustrating i don't understand it everything he does is just a fucking <laughs> genius like because i don't read them i don't keep up in real time but then when they release the graphic novels, I'll go and read the collections uh, right. for free on my app from the library. <laughs> but uh, only only a true Batman <laughs> fan would not just really enjoy these, but be angry that he didn't think of it. First. It's not that I didn't think of it first. I'm angry that it's so good, that no one thought of it. That it's like the, oh, that there okay, shouldn't okay. Be, how this character has existed for almost a hundred years. There shouldn't be something this interesting to do with him that no one's thought of. Especially right, when right. it's like, I don't know, what if he dates Catwoman? And like, what if the Riddler and the Joker fight? Yeah, okay, that's what everyone thinks. No, but it's brilliant. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's like, right, right, right. Yeah, I don't know. That guy's real good. Uh, well, I don't understand why... Have him write your fucking DC movies. Oh, no, that wouldn't work. Because he's not gritty and sad. No, no, yeah, no, no one wants to see those movies. No one's what they would. They have to. They have to all be like Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah, I. We're gonna get to a point where I regret that Christopher Nolan made those movies because it, it ruined <laughs> DC films for like two decades. Maybe not all DC films. Look. That Wonder Woman movie was great, and that second Wonder Woman movie poster is fantastic. And Shazam. Shazam that I don't understand how it got made, because it feels more like an MCU movie. It's... Oh, I gotta see this it's Shazam. Real, it's real good. They also... They put... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, shit. The villain is... Uh, was it Mark Strong? I think that's the guy's name, right? Is it really? I want to say that's who it is, but he's delightful. He's like a... He's, he's doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and your boy Chuck is Shazam. Yeah. Yeah, Zachary Levi. Boy, was I good. I was I was sad for you that that show ended, but I was happy for me that I didn't have to listen to you talk about that show anymore. It's real good, if anyone is curious. <laughs> I'm not even saying it was a bad show. I'm just saying I wasn't watching it, and you were talking about it. But, by the way, if you need, like, one more reason to watch it, uh, Shazam, mm-hmm. this is the... this is. I don't know why they didn't sell it uh, completely on this. Digimon Hanzu plays a wizard. Oh. 
I did not know that. Yeah, and like a wizard. Like like he looks okay. like the fucking wizard from like the Cookie Crisp box or something. Like Okay. Yeah. Isn't that just Gandalf? No, but like more cartoony. He looks so oh, okay. cartoony. Right on, right on. Like Gandalf they made some okay. effort to make him look not like no, he's wearing like cartoon blue robes and shit. I love it's it. It's so good. It's I love whoever oh, thought he should I'll be a wizard. Uh no, it's good shit. It's yeah, watch the Shazam. I liked it. I just thought of who Doctor Doom could be. Who? James Woods. I like it. How is he? How yeah. is he not? He's never been in any of them, has he? How did that get missed? Oh no, it's because people don't like him and don't want to. Oh, that's right. Him. He's yeah, he's openly terrible. Yeah, he's horrible. Yeah. He's a really. I forgot. I forgot how terrible he was, but you're right. Like criminally. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. I I remembered his Twitter as soon as you said that. Yes, yeah. yes. He's he's all he's Doctor Doom. Let's He'd do be it. Good. I'd like it. Yeah. So remember, yeah. question everything. Hey, Tom, it's Bob from the office down the hall. It's good to see you, buddy. How have you been? Things have been okay for me, except that I'm a zombie now. I really wish you'd let us in. I think I speak for all of us. Say I understand why you folks might hesitate to submit to our demand. But here's an FYI, you're all gonna die screaming. All we want to do is eat your brains. We're not unreasonable, I mean, no one's gonna eat your eyes. If you open up the door, we'll all come inside and eat your brains. I don't want to nitpick, Tom, but is this really your plan? Spend your whole life locked inside a mall. Maybe that's okay for now, but someday you'll be out of You'll have to make the call I'm not surprised to see you haven't thought it through enough You never had the head for all that bigger picture stuff But Tom, that's what I do And I plan on eating you slowly I mean, no one's gonna eat your eyes. All we want to do is eat your brains. We're at an impasse here. Maybe we should compromise. You open up the door. We'll all come inside and eat your brains. I'd like to help you. Thank you.
another meeting time Maybe we could wrap it up No, we'll get to common ground somehow Meanwhile, I'll report back to my colleagues Who were chewing on the doors I guess we'll table this for now I'm glad to see you take constructive criticism well Thank you for your time, I know we're all busy as hell And we'll put this thing to bed when I bash your head open All we wanna do is eat your brains We're not unreasonable, I mean no one's gonna eat your eyes Open up the doors We'll all come inside and eat your brains Harasses women <laughs> Yeah, Amber Tamblyn is not a fan And she's married to David <laughs> Cross Hobo Radio is a production of Hobotrashcan.com if you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. This is Joe. And this is Chris. From the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to The Hobo Radio. Joe, do hobos listen to Hobo Radio? I think so. They have one in their stick and bindle, right? Uh, that's called a bindle stiff, sir. Bindle stiff. And you know what? If you listen to the Curioso... You will get to know things like that because we talk about the weird, the strange, the bizarre, and sometimes the mundane that you just don't know. So enjoy your two hobos, but you can catch us at thecurioso.com on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. Nicholas Cage wants you to.